they need to become men. Yes, they certainly do. This That's the is. solution. That's the solution. Absolutely. And we man. both agree on this. So, yes, but, but they need to do that in a society where monogamy is the social norm. But isn't That's it all. the social norm anyway? Well, that was partly my point, although to the degree that we deviate from that, we tilt towards a more violent society. I Today, we're talking about enforced monogamy and the idea that when women get scarce, men get violent. Is enforced monogamy the answer? Let's talk about it. We already live in a, an enforced monogamy society and we're already shamed, like look at us, we're already shamed for not uh, practicing monogamy. Uh, I don't think monogamy is the solution. If I look around and I see all the divorce rate and all the kids being raised by single moms, I'm definitely going to say monogamy is not the solution. Yeah. At least not for everybody, that's for no. sure. No. 50% of the population. We, right. Is. We can't say this is the way, go ahead and practice it. You're going to succeed. And that all other forms of family dynamics should be shamed. That's, that's not the answer. What, what about those of us who are bisexual? So by enforcing monogamy, we are forced into either hiding a significant part of our sexuality or completely denying it. That's right. And I mean, you look around, denying your sexuality is not healthy. It doesn't lead to to stable, healthy, loving homes and relationships. No, yeah, you'd be, it'd be enforced heterosexuality yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an unfortunate name, enforced monogamy, because it's a term from anthropology, right? But it, what you mean is culturally celebrated monogamy, culturally and norms that are supporting people and raising that up well, as an supporting institution. And, supporting and punishing. Our neighbors don't know our, you know, at the kids' school, like, we all go together, but it's not like yeah, everybody knows, right? So and it's not protected, so people, it's not protected. Yeah. yeah, people can lose their jobs, and yeah, yeah, let's punish people for being different. That's yeah. a great way to go. It worked for many, many centuries, and let's keep going. Theoretical world where polygamous societies exist and mass, and then you do have this problem where there's a a small group of men that are all the women but that's not what we're talking and about. also making the women unhappy right because the women don't have any access to a genuine intimate one-to-one -one relationship over any long period of time which so it is doesn't work the women well it's the the whole and, idea and, is and what's best women for kids want too. that right so how about that idea josh and i did monogamy successfully very successfully for 14 years and every part of our relationship was healthy and stable but once I embraced my bisexuality and we met Liv and she became a part of our, our home and our family, every part of my life got better. Every part of my already amazing relationship with Josh got better. And then now I have Liv and her partnership and that feminine sexual energy that I was craving that Josh in his masculinity, he can't meet those needs and he shouldn't be required to meet those needs or asked to meet those needs. So this just it, to say that I would be less happy is it's not a fair statement. Polyamory is not about sleeping around and finding a million partners where you don't have a relationship with and you leave women wanting more and desiring more. That's just having an open relationship, a non-attached relationship. Mm -hmm. And when Jordan Peterson refers to a polyamory in that way, he's always in my, from what I've understood from his, all the videos that I've watched, he's always looking at it from that perspective. The guy, first of all, is just from a man's perspective, which is very sexist. There are women who practice 
polyamory as well, and they have multiple male partners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's looking from a man's perspective. From a man's perspective, that she's just the playboy. He's gonna go sleep around and have sex with as many women as he can, completely disregarding them as human beings and not uh, allowing them to have a sec- uh, an emotional connections with a connection with him. And that is not what polyamory is all about. Polyamory mm-hmm. is the, about the ability of an individual to love more than one person. Mm-hmm. And just by looking at it from that perspective, you understand how it will just increase the value of relationship, the variety of relationship, and the children. He keeps pushing the idea of the children, how the children are going to suffer. The children are going to live in this uh, type of family structure where there's so much more variety, so many more people, so many more personalities, so much more to learn from your adults. Mm-hmm. Instead of how it is today, I don't know what the statistics are. But there's a lot of kids being raised in uh, single mom families. Correct. And yeah. they're not doing any better. That's correct. Yeah. Or just homes where a significant portion of somebody's sexual uh, sexuality is being suppressed. And that just raises another generation of people, kids who are also right. sexually going to be encouraged to suppress their sexuality and having sexually frustrated individuals running around trying to build a society is not the best way to do things. And that's part of part of his argument as well is to say that women, that men are going to be more violent when there's a lack of women. That's a result of sexual frustration. If that, if that is the case. So, well, and overall men are the ones who are responsible for most violent acts. If you have more men, you have more violent acts. It has nothing to do with how many women we have or not. It's just statistics. Mm-hmm. It's really unfair to say that a society that has more men has more violence because there's not enough women. No, there's more violence because there's more men. Yeah. End of story. I, I don't want to question whether or not Jordan Peterson has the capacity to love more than one person deeply, but I know it's absolutely possible for some people to love more than one person in such a deep way that because that's our reality. That's what we live every single day. So for, for that to be such a blanket statement to say that all women are going to be unhappy living in a polyamorous home, that's just not a fair statement. No, you think about it too with, uh, I mean, not everybody I don't think is wired for polyamory. We no. always say that. We're not trying to push polyamory on people. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Some people are wired better for monogamy or maybe that's all the bandwidth they have for a relationship. Mm-hmm. But and there's nothing it, wrong with that. It, this argument could be the same way with children. Like you should never have more than one child because otherwise you you wouldn't have the time and resources for two children. What you if you have split. a favorite? <laughs> yeah, what if you have a favorite? I mean, there's no way you could love both children, yeah, right? Exactly. You can only love one child. Uh-huh. Yeah. And personally for me, being in a polygamous relationship is better with my bisexuality. Like I'm, I don't have to choose between one or the other. There's more relational fulfillment. I get the, the needs from that feminine energy fulfilled, I get the needs from that masculine energy fulfilled just all around. It's it's ideal um, relationship dynamic and, and home life for me. I think there's a bit of confusion here. Um, I think uh, Jordan Peterson doesn't really talk about polyamory. I think he talks about patriarchal, religious type of polygamy. And uh, it's true. In any country where that is practiced, it's detrimental to women in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Practice polygamy in a, especially in a religious uh, construct, mm-hmm. uh, increases violence in men. 
And uh, I think that's what Jordan Peterson is trying to get to with here, that when polygamy is being practiced on a uh, national level, on a mm-hmm. society level, then there's less women for the rest of the men. They're not getting mul- a multitude of women. And uh, I think data does support that, that uh, societies that are polygamous uh, religiously uh, are more violent. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's because of polygamy, though. I think it's because of uh, religion. Mm-hmm. It's because of patriarchy, where women are not allowed to be part of the government and part of society. And if anybody knows anything about the divine masculine and divine feminine, how they balance each other out, once mm-hmm. you take one of the parts out of the equation, the other one is going to be exacerbated. Yeah. And it's going to create problems. And another reason is that um, I think these societies are sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Religion is not allowing these men to be themselves sexually. And that will, will just create monsters. I lived for many years in a society that was polygamist. And I can tell that, first of all, even though it was socially accepted, very few people actually chose to practice polygamy because it's mm-hmm. not for everyone. And second of all, men were more violent and they were abusive to women because one, they were allowed, and two, they were not allowed to be themselves sexually. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. they were suppressed. Well, it seems like oh, you know, China. They're not even religious. It's just like, but with their birthing laws, they've had for forever, where they just you know they get an abortion or whatever, and most people. Uh, choose to have a male right because they wanted them mm-hmm. to carry on their name but you've seen this now all these years later a lot of the they have a huge male population yeah. and very less female and both the the males they're having problems with them because they're overweight and they're docile oh. they don't have any drive or ambition to do anything they're, they're not getting sex but they don't look violent either they just look lazy right. and docile mm-hmm. because actually sexual activity increases violence it's the opposite when you have more sex, you have more testosterone. So therefore you have more violence, more aggression. So by, by taking sex away from men, I don't think you're making them more violent. By having a multitude of men in one place, they are more violent because that's how males are. But by taking sex away from them, they are, you make them more docile. They have no reason to uh, show off their masculinity. There's nobody to watch. One human universal is the construction of societies to both mandate and reward monogamy. And there's all sorts of reasons for that. It's because it's the best long-term solution fundamentally. But one of the reasons for that is that when women are scarce, men get violent. Yeah. And if I see a man that's prone towards violence, then is it my responsibility as a woman to open my legs for him to keep him docile? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that argument is flawed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why should a woman be shamed into taking one for the team for the betterment of society? You yeah. Know, like, That's a very good question. I feel like we've been, we've been forced as women to do that for centuries. Yeah. Like we have to take on the responsibilities of a lot of negative things that men have been doing for so many generations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. R- Rolo Tomasi had a quote, and I think it was a rational male book. The first one said uh, women would, rather share a high value man than be saddled mm-hmm. by with a faithful loser mm-hmm. something, something yeah. you know don't, something in those lines it's like yes. uh why should a woman have to settle for a lesser man just because for the betterment of society you to, otherwise you're going to be shamed i don't think you know monogamy is not the answer polyamory is not the answer the answer is let everybody do what they want to yeah. do and things will work themselves the answer out. is freedom of decision yeah. 
if there's a high value man, he's just the man and women want to share this man, there'll also be this woman somewhere yeah. else that has two men and it'll right. just balance itself. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Letting, letting families choose for themselves. What is the best and healthiest home for them? Right. Yes. And we don't need to shame people into monogamy. That's yeah. not the answer. We've been doing that for a long time, but that's not working. So yeah. Or a non-monogamy. We need to stop Correct. interfering and making decision for the individual. Yeah, that's a good point. Because for a long time, even when when we first opened, I felt pressure, especially when we would go out with other non-monogamous people, it would be almost embarrassing for me to admit that I had only ever, the only man I have ever been with is Josh. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if I said that, it would be like, a shadow on me, right? <laughs> which sounds so weird to say, but yeah. So you go in, in one circle, you know, the church circle or whatever. It's like, if you've had any other sexual partners, if I've ever been with a woman, that's shamed. And then you go to the open relationship circles. And if you've never been with another man, it's like, Oh, right. you have a one penis policy. Like, no, I have a one penis preference. Like, and I should, <laughs> I should be allowed to have that. Right. <laughs> so yeah, just let us let us choose for ourselves. It's a natural tendency for people to just shame anything that's different than yeah. how they are. And yeah. especially uh, if somebody is in the non-monogamous lifestyle because they have been so shamed about their choices. Now, when they see another person choosing the exact same thing that they were forced into, they're going to automatically assume that you were forced into it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they're going to have a negative um, uh, feeling about it. And that's just... I guess trauma, yeah. of being forced into something that you're not, and something that you you don't want to do. Yeah, correct. Hmm. I think the solution is that they need to become attractive. To yes, women. that is the solution. Yes. There's no doubt. I don't. About that. I don't think the two are related. Well, the only the I was making a minor point. The minor point was that one of the ways that societies around the world have figured out that you keep young male aggression under control is by enforcing monogamous standards because it gives everyone a chance in some sense. I think that's bullshit. Because young men don't have sex. Like there's one in three men and mostly young men that have no sex whatsoever and it's not by choice. And it's just because it is what it is. Women do not look at them as, 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 as possible partners. And monogamous or non-monogamous, that's never going to change. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. the reality. This is where we live. Women are going to look because they are hypergamous in nature. They're going to look at somebody better, more successful, older somebody who can teach them something. So a 21-year-old woman will not look at a 21-year-old male as a possible partner. Just the, the basic idea of this is relationship socialism. It's mm -hmm. one for one and uh, that's not, and it's it, not it's free not market. Working. It's not gonna work because free market works. Exactly. Yeah. It she makes us try choose. harder to be better. She will choose the guy who's older and he probably dates in other women mm -hmm. at that time. She's not gonna choose the single very eager and willing young man that is her own age. You need to become like you, if, if you're the guy that's not getting the action and you see the guy over there that is, you need to analyze him. It's like, what is he doing and how can I yeah. be better? Mm -hmm. I want to be like, yeah, it's like, that. It's like yeah. what Joe Rogan said, you're just not good enough quality. Yeah. It's not the world. It's not the society. You can yeah. sit in your corner and complain and bitch about it as much as you want. But if you're not attractive to women, no amount of, uh, social constraints or legality or anything is going to get you more pussy. And that's the truth of it. Well, it sounds like with this enforced monogamy, we'll just start forcing women to go 
the, the theory is that it's going to happen. It probably happens at a large scale. But the reality is that even in enforced monogamy, there's we live in a society where monogamy is enforced. And if you go on dating apps or on any out there uh, and you talk with women that are single and they tell you they rather die alone than be with a lesser man. Yeah, mm -hmm. see that a lot. So, yes, the monogamy is enforced. Violence is still there. Aggression is still there. Male aggression and violence. And uh, people are still single and they're still complaining. Women are complaining. They're not finding good men. So it's mm -hmm. not about monogamy, polyamory or any of that. It's about the quality. And I go back to what I've said before. It's about the quality of the, of the individual that is seeking out these relationships. Yeah. We need to work harder on ourselves and we need to do a better job, both men and women. Yes. Yeah. The solution is not there. I feel like listening to all these videos, I could see Jordan Peterson getting into this like, like he was, he would start to contradict himself and what he was saying, like, yeah, enforcement monogamy is the solution. Well, uh, polyamory is not the, the, the way to go. And you realize that he doesn't know what is the way to go and what is the secret to having a better, more fulfilled society. And my theory is that as, as long as we do not put more effort and more uh, emphasis on relationship and doing relationship the right way, we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of the relationship structure. Yeah. Rather than focusing on the relationship that you don't have, focus on the kind of partner you want to have and then become the kind of person that that person would want right. to build a life with. And here's a weird notion. How about we teach young kids how to be good partners? Yeah. We teach them all of this stuff in school. How are they ever going to be successful adults if they know how to do algebra? Yeah. It, I'm not saying it's not yeah. important. Yeah. yeah, but learning, uh, like working through conflict, things like that. Yeah. Way We're not more teaching useful. them any usable yeah. life skills, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, you're right. No, teach them what to look for in a partner and teach them how to be a good partner, right. become and, a good partner. And stop imposing your ideology on them. Yeah. You have to be straight, you have to be gay, you have to be uh, non-binary, or you have to be a monogamous or polyamorous. Yeah. Like who gives a f be whoever mm -hmm. you want to be. Just yeah. be yourself and do it right. Do it mindfully. Mm -hmm. And that's the secret to success. Yes. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't this in some ways against your whole idea of equality of outcome? Because you're, you're talking about equality of sexual outcome now. If these men, if you, See, you have a guy point, that's like the a point LeBron she was actually, James, mm -hmm. that's a dominant mm -hmm. basketball player that just kicks everyone's ass. This is, the, this, this is a guy who succeeded at the highest level, right? Well, there's going to be people like that sexually. Huh? There's going to be people that are better at finding mates, and that this is what they enjoy. They enjoy having many mates. Yep, they enjoy term. being, yes, but, but if this is what they enjoy, if it's mm -hmm. a man who doesn't want a family and enjoys dating multiple women, huh? why is that bad? So there's an assumption being made there that this, this person... Weird, is only wants everything on the short term. I, I was, uh, yes. I, I made a note. Well, I, yeah. like that, yes. that's his thing. He, and that's uh, um, cementing the idea that he is not talking about the polyamory that we know and we yes. practice. He's talking about like non, no strings attached, non-monogamy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's also assuming that it's strictly about sexual desire, sexual appetite. Yep. And it's all short term. Yeah. Yeah. So the ability and desire to have many mates can go far beyond that. 
Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's what speak, spoke to me. It's like I, I'm that person. I wanted more than one, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to do the work. Yeah, to have that because it's something that's important to me. But then it's not short term for me. I want this for the long haul, you know. Yeah. And I want a relationship. It's not just sexual. It's more than that, yeah. right? So that's a huge assumption on the sexual outcome. Yeah. Yeah, your sexual appetite and sexual and the ability to perform and all that, that's there. But so is the appetite for a real meaningful relationship. So, yeah, it's it's a faulty assumption. On top of that, I don't think every sexual relationship has to turn into a long-term relationship. That's a very outdated belief. And we have to stop thinking that, you know, you're just going to like have sex for the idea to like get married and uh, be together forever. People... Uh, sample the market and it's normal. What I'm curious is, so I know uh, with enforced monogamy, Jordan Peterson isn't, you know, he's not saying, oh, the government needs to step in and we issue women. It's nothing, you know, that outrageous. Uh, Even his words were twisted for that, but it's not what he was, the point that he was trying to get across. It was more a societal shaming to keep people wanting to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. But we draw the line, like if there's a lesbian couple, we don't shame them for being lesbian. We say, hey, you didn't do your part. And keeping men docile. Right. Now Good there's point. got to be two more violent men out there because you guys are lesbians. We no, like, that's because oh, they don't need your... to go there because they've already been slapped yeah, for so, it. So that's their, oh, we respect that choice mm-hmm. and we celebrate it with you and we applaud it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but why is that different when it comes to polyamory? All of a sudden, that's it shouldn't like, be. aha. It's know. only different because they're just not used to the idea and they need to have things as they like. Th- the reality is poly- polyamory and the notion of polygamy is very scary for your everyday individual. That and that's means... why we're here. We're here to normalize it. If you <laughs> yeah. like this content, go ahead and hit that like button. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> polyamory is scary because it actually forces you as a man or a woman, because again, polyamory is not just one man having multiple women. There's also one woman having multiple men or men and women. So Mm -hmm. let's not be very, let's not be narrow-minded there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The idea that I could lose my potential partners to somebody else who already has partners is pretty scary because that means I have to be the best. And why would I want to be the best when I can just do the bare minimum and still get someone to marry me? Because, you know, eh, that's what society wants. So it's scary. Just like the absence of religion is scary for your everyday person, because that means you're alone and there's nobody to like guide you and protect you. And it's scary that you have to pretty much be a, a very amazing, wonderful individual to convince a person to want to be with you rather than be with your next door neighbor, Chad, who is so much better because mm-hmm. he can have three women now mm-hmm. and you don't have to have any. Is that where hypergamy plays into it? It is. That's exactly where it plays into because women are going to choose um, superior partners. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to be with somebody who's better, who's the best. Mm-hmm. And it's such a natural, it's it's a genetic non-monogamy, which mm-hmm. is, in my idea, the opposite of enforced monogamy. Mm. If I am to remove all these boundaries that are set by society and the law, what would I choose? Would I choose to be in a family with one man and two, three other women? I don't know, I'm just being like, or would I choose to be with the just enough 
guy from down the road. Yeah. I don't know. We gotta... I think it's obvious what I would choose, but <laughs> <laughs> right. women are hypergamous, which means they mate up and they mate across and up dominance hierarchies. And so yes. if you're a male who's successful in a given hierarchy, the probability that you're going to have additional mating opportunities is exceptionally high. It's an unbelievably good predictor of that. That hypergamy is a very uncomfortable discussion. Yes, some it certainly is. I think it's very uncomfortable for someone who feels like they're unequally partnered in some way. Hmm. For me, I have never met a man that I thought would be a better partner for me than Josh. And it's not because I'm blind. I've known plenty of men and I see their value and see the value that they bring to relationships. But in some way, I also see how they would not be as good of a partner for me as Josh is. So I think admitting that I am hypergamous is not as uncomfortable as perhaps somebody who, who sees the lack in their partner or in themselves hypergamy is uh uncomfortable and uh that but it's it's mostly uncomfortable for men though it is it's mm -hmm. an uncomfortable th thought and but i think we need to understand that it and embrace it we understand it's there right and then so we work on that or like well it, it comes we need back to, to what we were good. talking about earlier yeah. rejecting it doesn't make it go away mm -hmm. yeah um just not yeah just not agree oh i don't like this Right. It doesn't make it's it go away. It's the reality. Right. It's who we are. And somehow I, it's okay to accept that. I mean, or not really. So what I'm seeing here is a tendency to just ignore everything that's natural as, a, as human behavior. And the reasoning for that is that we're not animals. And under that umbrella, we're not animals. And we live in the society where everything has to be perfect and appropriate and clean and domesticated. We mm -hmm. ignore everything about us when it comes to human nature. And then we end up in this, this because I don't even know what's happening out mm -hmm. there. Like, who are we? All I hear is complaints mm -hmm. from both men and women. Yeah. There's a lot of complacency. Exactly. That's what it is. Everybody sits down and complains and they know deep down inside they have to do the work, mm -hmm. but they don't want to admit to it. They, they don't want to yeah. like man up, woman up, yeah. do the work. Yeah, I think it's uh, they, and then if, even if they, you know, the number one fantasy is the three way, you know, but they don't think they can attain that, and they know they'd have to put work in. But they don't want to put the work in, mm -hmm. and that's where the necessity becomes virtue. It's mm -hmm. like, well, since I can't have that, then I don't want it anyways. Yeah, it's more virtuous to not have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have the moral high ground, being monogamous and not doing that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, don't you have a you have like a, what's the grape story? The, grapes. the, the Romanian proverb. Yeah, it's like, like, it's, a, it's like an old story that I know from my grandmother where uh, the fox wanted to eat some grapes and she couldn't reach them because they were up too high on the vine. And uh, she said, I'm assuming it was a female fox. I don't know why I'm saying she, she said something like, well, I didn't want them anyways, because those grapes are sour. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, I think about that all the time, that it fits into stuff every day. Every, every day. Every situation right. where people say, I don't like this, like. You don't like that because you can't have it. Yeah. If you could have it, you would really you like it. You would really like it. Yeah. And the danger is when, the good thing is when you realize you're talking shit about something because you know you can't get it. Mm -hmm. So then that is your first step towards bettering yourself and seeing, okay, I really want this. Maybe I should put in the work and admit, maybe I should admit that I don't think I'm good enough to get mm -hmm. this. Yeah. And then from there, uh, 
I should actually do something about it. And that's how you become a better person and a more a, a desirable person to somebody else. But instead of that, we're, just, we're hiding behind our computer screens or our, uh, right, our smartphones and talk shit to everyone and mm. say how uh, we're degenerates because we actually choose to live our true lives. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah. Well, with this enforcement monogamy, like I said earlier, it, it remind, it's like a relationship socialism to me and it's anti-free market. It was like, I want a relationship free market where you can work on yourself and you can find a better partner. You know, you can look at yourself at the beer and like, am I the kind of person that could get the partner that I want or do I have some work to do? Mm -hmm. That Good makes point. sense to me. It's um, like capitalism. Yeah. If it there's is, competition. There's competition. You're Now you're going to get a better partner. Yes. And you're going to get a better and partner. And I'm going to be yeah. a better partner. Yeah. Because so, I have to be a better partner. If I, if I was just going to be uh, issued out to a partner, would I put a lot of work in? Right. It wouldn't matter. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're yeah. going to pick a wife for me anyway. So what? what's it? Right. Matter? What's the point? And it's like we've talked about on other episodes where I see the effort that you're putting in and you're putting in and it inspires me to mm -hmm. put more effort in on myself. I see you working on you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, do I have an issue with that? Or what is it that I do need to work on? And it inspires me to, to get better. We got one last video clip I want to play. Um, and this is, I think, Jordan Peterson's biggest, you know, problem he has with polyamory. Mm -hmm. Um the biggest hurdle, I guess, that he could have with it. So, let's see. Mate choice is a very difficult problem. So how do you solve it? Well, here's how women solve it. Throw the men in a ring. Let them compete at whatever they're competing at. Assume that the man who wins is the best man. Marry him. Yes. It's a brilliant solution. It's a market-oriented solution. It's actually the solution that appears to have driven our evolutionary departure from chimpanzees. It's a biological solution. It, it's it a would, biological it would, solution, it would but it has a cost. What is the cost? Well, the, the, cost is, the cost is polygamy. And so we rein that in with enforced monogamy. And we do that in order to provide stable, stable circumstances for children. Again, he's confusing polygamy with... It's not... It's, it's, it's polygamy. If he's talking about polygamy in a wide way, shape, or form, he's not talking about polyamory. He's not talking about relationships. He's talking about casual sex. And very, I, I think there's a lot of confusion here about what we're, and we see it all the time polygamy polyamory uh swinging all of these terms that are very confusing and used interchangeably and not in the right way well he's I mean, he did talk about basically in so many words the relationship free market and he's mm -hmm. like this an evolutionary this has worked you know women have watched men fight fight it out found the best one and that's worked but he's saying the cost of this is polygamy because the best man is getting you know, some of the best women. Um, Maybe that would make us better as a society rather than giving men that are not supposed to be having kids the opportunity to mate. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, when but seriously. The deer, you know, it's just the way it is. There's only one buck that mates with all the does and then all the other bucks don't get the chance, you know, but yeah. they only want to breed with the best. And genetically, that works pretty good uh for the survival of their species. yeah but we as a human species have not been practicing um natural selection but that's the problem yeah. if we would have had that the choice the yeah the it's it's polygamy yes the best men are gonna mate with the best women and everyone else can themselves because yeah. they're not they shouldn't be mating anyways they have kids yeah and then those kids have kids and where you end up with these 
standing behind the computers, right? And saying, oh, no, we should be monogamous because otherwise I'm going to not have anybody be my mommy for the rest of my life. But right? What no. the f Can you say that? No, you cannot say that. No. But that's the truth. I think we should allow people to be whoever they are capable of being. End of story. Well, his biggest problem with, with this whole thing is the children. And, you know, just to get personal with it, like we have children. Mm -hmm. And these they are well taken care of. He, you know, he's not ever seen a day in our life. These these kids have everything. And they have three adults he's taking care of them. talking about kids that are born out of a relationship. He's talking about unwanted kids. Or he's talking about the other type of polygamy where it's a man and the women are subjugated, right? So what we're talking right. about, what we're talking about here is an egalitarian plural marriage where we all have a voice. We are all valued in this home and in this relationship. None of us is, <laughs> nobody is walking on another one. We all are engaged. We all want to get married. That's a very different structure than if he is talking about you know, straight up polygamy, this is a very different structure than what you see in other countries and, and elsewhere in history. Even if he was talking about polygamy, you know, the other polygamy, which he was, I mm -hmm. mean, but um, at least those kids are being raised with a father. He's like about the right. children, like they're a yeah. family unit. The monogamy right. is not producing family units anymore. Yeah. It's just people frustrated getting divorced. Yeah. You know, it's like 50%. So 50% of these children are, Raised without a mom and a dad in the home. I was watching a clip with Sterling Cooper uh, recently, and they he was getting a lot of flack because he wants to have multiple children with multiple women. Right. He said, it's just what he wants. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they come in, he was coming under fire for it, but his response back was really brilliant. He's like, but I want to be a father to these kids. And most right. dads are disappearing. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with that? It's like nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You want to be a father. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he wants them all to live under the same roof, ideally, or at least on the same property. So he's not talking about having families all over town. He's talking about actually having having a family. Right. He wants and, to be a dad. Yeah. So where, what's wrong with that? Yep. Wanting to have multiple um, uh, uh, kids from multiple women. Yeah. Like you want to be present in their lives. So the idea of the kids will suffer is not plausible. Watching all these videos and uh, listening to all these uh discussions on polygamy, polyamory. I see there's a lot of confusion about what polygamy and polyamory have in common. And I know they're being used interchangeably. And I know most people don't really know what polyamory really is. It's not just having sex with multiple people, it's loving multiple people, it's mm -hmm. creating relationships, creating families with multiple people. Um, I don't think anyone is expecting society to be fully monogamous or fully polyamorous. It's not something that you can dictate on, on people. You should let people decide what they want to do. The, the, natural, the, the natural biology of evolution is already here. Mm -hmm. You already know about the player guy who has all the girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real. been going on for a long time. He's there. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to make him go away. Mm -hmm. You also know about the amazing woman that gets every guy when he she walks in a room. Mm -hmm. All the heads turn to her. That's there. We choose 
to shame them because they make us feel uncomfortable and it's not socially accepted, but it's there and it's real. And the whole idea is just let these people reap the rewards of who they really are because they deserve it. Mm -hmm. Government society has to stop butting in into people's choice of relationship and lifestyle. Yes. Don't shame us and give us equality in regards to loss as far as It's not our fault that taxes. we're better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that there's so much uh, back and forth on this topic proves mm. that is a very, hot very button. hot topic today. Yeah. And that's good because when he unfortunately decided to make that video on polyamory. I don't think he really knew what polyamory is all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mostly because most people are confused about polyamory and what it's all about. And most people confuse polyamory with religious polygamy, with mm -hmm. patriarchal polygamy. And um, I think he made that video and then everybody kind of like punished him for it. And he had to double down on his idea otherwise he would just look bad but. i think that's how they get you like because that was a five years ago somebody just asked a question online he's just mm -hmm. on his computer screen at home answering questions and then they just and once it's yeah. online it will yeah. forever be online it will haunt yeah. you forever i think he but. gave such a quick response and didn't think a thing of it knowing it was gonna get blown and up. i don't think he knew polyamory in the definition that we are using it today i don't think he'd ever heard of it in this context yeah i think he'd he knew of it as many of the people commenting on on some of our short videos know of it that it's just people having a bunch of shallow relationships and jumping from one right. short-term relationship to another yeah you see it all the time in comments not mm -hmm. all not only on our channel everywhere yeah. oh polyamory is just an excuse to sleep around yeah well it's not it's not about that it's not about sexual promiscuity or about having more, more partners and it's, and what if it is Yeah. like, it's, it's not your problem. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Mm. But it's not polyamory is about multiple loving relationships. Yeah. I do want to say that we really respect Jordan Peterson and we're all big fans yes. and enjoy mm -hmm. like his work. Um, but this was one topic I think he was a little off on and we wanted to come to it, um, from a place that was very personal for us, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and just say our thoughts on the matter. And, yeah. and it's not as much about proving him wrong and getting into this heated, like, rebuttal about what he said. It's more that he, he is a great personality nowadays. A lot of people look mm -hmm. up to him. They listen to him. They read his books. And the fact that he would, he, he has a responsibility about what he puts out there and what he says. And when you go out on social media and you talk about a, a subject that you really don't understand. Mm -hmm it's not going to have good repercussions either way. And uh, I am a great fan. I read a lot of his books, but I think this topic is not a topic that he should have any say in my opinion. I, I think that he just didn't have all the information. He yeah. did not. Yeah. He was assuming that all polyamorous relationships are short term and or shallow. And we are living proof every single day that that's not, the case we have we have a beautiful home life our children are very well cared for and and it's a lifelong committed relationship that is polyamorous and non-monogamous so 
yeah, I think just adding, adding our perspective and our life story to, um, to his opinions, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan Peterson, if you're watching this, we invite you to our home so you can see how we live. <laughs> then you can make a good video about polyamory. <laughs> In this relationship, instead of having less of a husband, as Jordan Peterson was presuming, I have more of a husband. I have a husband that's more fulfilled and more cared for. I'm more fulfilled and I'm more cared for. Our children are more fulfilled and more cared for. We're each getting our sexual and relational needs fulfilled in a way that monogamy could never do that for any of us. So again, not saying that this is right for everyone, everyone out there, but it is right for everyone in this home. Everybody has different needs, uh, relationally, sexually, whatever, and you need to find the dynamic that works for you. And Mm -hmm. we should have the freedom to do that. Uh, and not be shamed for it. And I think that's where the enforcement monogamy comes in. It was part of it. You know, it was part of the shaming. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be shamed for having your needs met or finding the relationship structure that works the best for you and your family. Yes. Thank you for watching and for helping us normalize alternative relationship structures. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'd love to hear your comments if you have any personal experiences or stories you'd like to share with us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.